And welcome back to another edition of the 2-Minute Warning Show. I'm your host, Caputo, and let's get started. I said the previous week that I was going to come up with a little something to change it up a little bit. And we'll do a little divisional early wrap-up this season. I know uh, we're only uh, still in the beginning of the season. It's still October, but I think we can still look into an early uh, divisional race here and say... Who will be the division champs? Who's going to come out on top for each division? Be the divisional champs. We'll do a divisional episode today. And we'll start with the AFC East. Who will come out on top? Currently right now we have the Buffalo Bills on top. Form 1. New England 2-2. Two and two, Miami 2-3. and three, And the Jets 0-5. I think we can cross out the Jets at 0-5. <laughs> They've already cooked their goose enough this season. But... Miami also, I mean, 2-3, and three, they're still right there. New England's 2-2. Two and two. Buffalo is the clear head leader at 4-1. Now, uh, this division, I feel like it's more of a wrap-up. I think uh, I think Buffalo's definitely going to take it still, take the cake. Uh, coming off their first loss of the season last night against Tennessee. And only the second Tuesday night football game ever in NFL history yesterday. But I think Buffalo definitely takes the cake here. I think they're just... On a roll, you know, they had four straight wins, and now they got their first loss, so they don't have to worry about that undefeated BS. Now they can just get rolling and learn from here. I think Buffalo, but look out for New England. New England's still right there at 2-2, two and two, so that's a team you still got to be worried about. Miami, possibly, but I don't know. I think Miami's probably going to sit there at third place most of the year. The only way Miami will have even a shot is if they somehow, New England just pans out. And they somehow just start taking over there. If, like, Cam Newton doesn't come back at all this season, that's the only way you see Miami would take over at some point. So, AFC East, I think we go Buffalo. I think we can all agree, possibly. But Buffalo would maybe be a possible contender of New England still. We go to the AFC North. This one, freeway battle, baby. We can all say no to Cincinnati. There's always that one team. They're 1-3-1. One, one. Definitely not. But, yo, this one right now? 4-0 Pittsburgh, 4-1 Baltimore, and 4-1 Cleveland. You ever see a three-way tie like that? Especially, it's normally between Pittsburgh and, and Baltimore. Now Cleveland in the battle now? Yo, this is exciting. This division is awesome to watch this year. With all three of those teams right there battling it out. Ugh. Who I think is going to win? Tuffy. I know last year was clear-cut with Baltimore, but I think if I had to pick, personally, who's going to win that division? I'm gonna go. Uh, I I'm gonna go Pittsburgh only because I I think Pittsburgh offensively has been consistent. Defensively, they've been good. Obviously, the best defense has been Baltimore, but their offense is a little inconsistent, just a little. And I think in the end, it's gonna come down between. I think in the end, it will be Baltimore Pittsburgh battling out. But like I said, I will pick a dark horse as well for this one. Watch out, Cleveland. They're on. They lost the first game of the season, but now they're on a four-game winning streak. They haven't lost a game since week one, and just been piling on ever since. So I will pick Pittsburgh to win the division, but look for Cleveland to be a dark horse. Maybe not as a division winner, but maybe late in the season, it just screwed up for somebody. But Baltimore's right there too on the cusp. I think Pittsburgh with dark horse Cleveland. But then, like I said, Baltimore, too, is a former MVP, Lamar Jackson, and currently the best defense in the NFL, Baltimore. So look for that to be a three-way battle to the death right there. This one, AFC South, 4-0 Tennessee, 3-2 Indianapolis, 
One and four Houston and one and four Jacksonville. We can cut those last two out, and it's going to be a battle between the Colts and the Tennessee. We both can agree on that. I personally think definitely it's also another wrap-up division here. I think it's Tennessee is going to go all the way with it. They've just been so good for the last three years, 9-7, 9-7, and now this year off to a 4-0 start. Mike Rabel has been doing everything correct since he's gotten there with that franchise, and look for him to continue that with this franchise going forward. So Mike Rabel, Tennessee Titans, I think we'll have it locked up, and I think Indianapolis will stay there at 2. 2. And they will also make the playoffs, but they won't be in the division. That one, I definitely think Tennessee is definitely a lock, though. I, the only way is that this coronavirus affects them any more than it already has. But other than that, Indianapolis, who is still a good team, but they've been flaked with injuries this year. Flaked with injuries. It's the only thing that's been killing them. But as long as the Texans somehow don't come out of their shell, they've just been so disappointing. And now they've, they're Romeo Cornell, the new head coach. They finally picked up their first win. Who knows? They could make a... Maybe Houston could come back with Romeo Cornell as head coach. Maybe a little less pressure off the team with Bill Bill Bryan out of there. So who knows? But right now, I think it's pretty much a lock for that one. AFC South, my, I would say lock, Tennessee. AFC West. Kansas City, 4-1. Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. There it is, 3-2. And we got the Denver Broncos at 1-3 and the Los Angeles Chargers at 1-4. I'm done with the Broncos. Uh, one and three, they're de- there's no way they're coming back. Also, too many injuries. Los Angeles, they have so much potential, but their problem is not just injuries, but they can't hold a lead or can never come back to get the lead. They're just, they give up everything. They've given up too much. Done with them. Done. Vegas Raiders, don't count these guys out. I've been saying it all season. Yeah, they have, they're three and two. They're heading into their bye week now, but don't count them out. They could still make a splash. At some point in the season. They can get on a little streak here. But also, it's Kansas City. 4-1. They just got their first loss this season after winning four straight. So, can it be a lock? Probably. I think with safe bet would be locked too. But Las Vegas, Vivo, Las Vegas Raiders. They, uh, right there, second place. And they've been hanging in there. Hanging in there. They were the team that gave Kansas City their first loss. So, Look for that to be an interesting division going forward. Can the Raiders do it? I think so. It's quite possible. Quite possible. But, like I said, Patty Mahomes, Kansas City, it's, it's going to be tough. Going to be tough. Andy Reid and the, and the team looking for you know, a repeat season. They're, they're not going to give up that division that easily to the Raiders. It'd be uh, shocking. Shocking the least, but Gruden always has something up his sleeve. Got to watch out for, for Gruden here. Always got something up his sleeve. I don't know. We'll see going forward. But Locke, definitely Kansas City going forward. Uh, Denver, plagued with injuries. They have no shot, in my opinion, going forward. And also, the Chargers just can't. Hold a lead to save their life. They can't do it. No, can't do it. Moving on to the NFC divisional round now. NFC East. This one's up in the air for anybody. Literally, that's how sad it is. Dallas Cowboys, 2-3. and three. Eagles, 1-3-1. One, one. Washington, 1-4. Giants, 0-5. Giants out. 
We can agree on that. Washington, 1-4, out. But shockingly, the 1-3-1 Eagles are still alive in it. And now with Dak Prescott out for the Cowboys, even a 2-3, they are, I don't know who's going to win this division. Uh, it's tough. And, and, and really, theoretically, even the Reds, I'm saying the Redskins are out at 1-4. They could, if they beat the uh, Giants this week and move up to 2-4, and four, and the Eagles lose again and the Cowboys lose again, they could be right back in the mix. So if I had to pick one, I think the safer bet would be the Cowboys, only because the talent's better, but their defense is terrible. The Eagles are just so mixed up. They're, they're easily the second-place team, but Eagles have always been... This is why I consider the Eagles the... That a team that can still win this division, always a second-half team every year. They suck in the first half, but they just find a way to do it in the second half. So I would say safe bet, Cowboys, but like I said, wait till we get to the second half. Wait till we get to November, then we'll be talking and see what happens. If, we, if Eagles could easily turn around if they really want to, but another team plagued with injuries and just dismantled every year. Their game plan never works. It's always, always messed up on game day. Never what they want. Never what they practice all week for. So I'd say Cowboys, but at that East. But I don't know. Eagles are a second half team, so don't be surprised if the the birds come back in the second half and wrap it up just like they did the year before. So it's possible. Don't count them birds out yet. NFC North. This is shocking to everybody because normally it's between Green Bay and Minnesota. Minnesota one and four, terrible this year. Back with Detroit, also they're one and three. They're always terrible. And then the Bears is the team that actually is sticking alive with them. Bears sitting there 4-1. Packers at 4-0. I think the safe bet would be, yes, Packers win the division. But Bears at 4-0? I don't know. We'll see. We'll, moving forward, man. Like I, <laughs> The Bears have been... They they have a good defense. And the offense has been iffy. But they're somehow, with two different quarterbacks, finding a way to win the game. They've... <laughs> They come. They just came off a big win against Brady last week. It looked like they were supposed to be three and two, but no, they found a way to win at the end. There made it four and one, and still keep themselves alive in the season. Man, Bears, like they, like I said, they're a dark horse team as well. As long as is the here's the thing. As long as Rodgers keeps doing his thing and rolling the way he's rolling, then you don't have to worry about anything. They're gonna be an easy lock. But the Bears. Be careful. As soon as Green Bay gets that first loss and Chicago's still rolling around right there at second, they could easily come up and swoop that division right from under their legs. We'll see going forward with that one. Here's another tight division going forward. Who would have thought this one? Falcons 0-5. I didn't see that coming. They're done. And then it's a three-way tie for first. Isn't that crazy? 3-2 Saints, 3-2 Tampa Bay, and 3-2 Panthers. Without Cam Newton, the Panthers are still alive. And without... Uh, it's been uh, they've uh, without Christian McCaffrey. He's only played two games. He hasn't played yet, and they're still surviving. Panthers, man, this is uh similar to what we saw with the uh, the NFC earlier or the AFC earlier with this Cle- uh, Cleveland or uh, Cleveland, excuse me, Cleveland <laughs> Steelers and Ravens. We saw that very similar earlier. Now we're looking at a three-way tie here, but this is not the only difference. Is I don't see the Panthers being completely in the run the whole season. Yeah, it might be in this first half of the season, but they'll shy out. They'll eventually shy out, and then it'll come down, I think, between Tampa Bay and New Orleans. The one thing that's killing New Orleans is without Michael Thomas, the offense isn't moving consistently down the field, and that's the only thing killing them. As long as Michael Thomas doesn't play, then the Saints are in trouble. Defense has been held in check a little bit. They're not 
good. They're not bad. They're like, okay. But Drew Brees is not having a great year either. That's the one thing that's killing him. And you go to the Bucks, Tampa Bay, I still think Tom Brady's starting to figure it out. I still think he hasn't messed well with his coach. He hasn't messed well with his teammates. That's the only thing falling through. I think in the end, the Saints still win. But the Bucks do definitely have a chance of being, with all the talent they have, they could easily come and win this division. But I, I think they come in second, Tampa Bay, just because I still, I don't, it's going to take Brady a little while longer to still mesh with his teammates. It just doesn't, and with all their injuries, they've been getting too. Uh, wide receiver-wise, it's it's been killing Brady in the past game. And their run game is still all messed up. They can't figure out they want Fournette, they want Ronald Jones. It just, it's all screwed up there. I think, I think Saints locked that one in. Uh, but not a complete lock because if they if if only Brady can figure it out early, then and they start to mesh, then you know I think they can just get rolling. But still iffy over there in Tampa Bay, still iffy. And then finally the NFC West, Seattle five and zero, Los Angeles Rams four and one, Arizona three and two, and San Francisco two and three. San Francisco I think is done with the injuries and they're they can't figure it out. Quarterback they've used all three quarterbacks already this year. It's so screwed up. Arizona is still in the mix. I don't want to say they're completely out of three and two. I do like them a lot. I think they just been they got a couple bad losses there, and then they got a good beat up game for a win against the Jets. But they got a huge loss on defense today. I heard Chandler Jones this morning out with a bicep injury, done for the season. He's clearly their best defensive player, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. So that's going to kill him going forward. So, I don't know. I, I, I would love to see Arizona make the playoffs here. I hope they do. But division, I don't think they're going to get. So, they're going to have to work a lot harder with a tough Los Angeles team in front of them at 4-1. It was Los Angeles I thought was going to be a struggling team this year because they looked terrible last year. But this year, 4-1, they're doing pretty good. I guess they're, they're, you know, their defense has really been playing well. Offense has really been meshing uh, good together. So, they, they're they right there. And, and the Seahawks just with Russell Wilson, man. I think that's going to be your MVP this year. He just keeps wowing everybody. What's he got? 19 touchdowns this year already in five games? 19 touchdowns in five games? And two interceptions at most? That's insane. Insane. I think the Seahawks win that division, but like I said, don't count the Rams right there at 4 1. 4 1, they're right behind you. You can't. It's That's always been a crazy division, man. And. Uh, I. Going forward. So what I think in the end, if I had to just pick all of them right now, AFC East, I think Buffalo. AFC North, I think Pittsburgh. AFC South, I say Tennessee. AFC West, Kansas City. NFC East, Dallas. NFC North, Green Bay. NFC South, New Orleans. And I'm going to say uh, Seahawks and NFC West. So it's really, <laughs> I kind of just picked everyone who's in front now, but that's what I think it's going to be. I mean, I'll go over and do this again. Probably a month from now, and we'll go from there. But that's look look pretty cut and dry right now. But it is early, like I said, it's still October. We still have a while before we pick anything else. Let's head into week six now. Real quick, our buys going to week six. No uh, Los Angeles, or excuse me, no, uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, no Los Angeles. I was right, looking at that correctly. No Chargers though. No Chargers. Rams will be playing, but no Chargers. I think we could take a break from the Chargers the way they've been playing. Jeez. New Orleans, they're not playing. Las Vegas, they're not playing. And Seattle, not playing. All on the bye this week. All on the bye. Let's see now. Then we move to, from looking at the schedule, 
I don't think we have a Thursday night game this year, or this week. Interesting. I just realized that there is no, yeah, no Thursday night football. I guess with all the schedule changes, they took away a Thursday night game this week. Oh, they did. Yes, they did. It was supposed to be up. Yep. Uh, they did take away the Thursday game because it was Buffalo was the Tuesday game last night. It was supposed to be Buffalo-Kansas City. It was going to be our Thursday night game, which would have been a great Thursday game. That is now moved to Monday because we have a double Monday game. So, yes, the Thursday night game is now going to be a Monday night game. So, no Thursday night football. We will not get NFL football until Sunday. So, Thursday night, <laughs> go watch some reruns of football. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> There's no game. It's now going to be moved to Monday. And Monday early at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Crazy, huh? That's the earliest I'm ever going to watch professional football. That's nuts. So that's right around the time I get out of work, too. So I'm going to hurry home to catch that, too. I got Stefan Diggs playing that one. So we'll get to that game when we get there. So the first game we're going to go into is right into Sunday, 1 o'clock hours. Uh, we have the first one, Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee, I think they're just going to roll right through Houston here. You <laughs> know, Houston coming off their first win to give them a little momentum coming to this. Uh, Tennessee, I still think. And a nice divisional matchup will just pound the rock away with Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill, who actually has been quite exceptional this season. I think will wow us again in the game here. I think he's going to be out. Uh, he he run the ball around a lot, that man. I think Tennessee will uh, take a nice uh, game here. I think uh, Houston will stay in the run, though. Houston will make it competitive. But uh, Tennessee still will take the cake on this one. Indianapolis coming off a tough loss last week. Now they play Cincinnati, hoping to get a nice beat-up revenge game here themselves uh so indianapolis for cincinnati i'm picking this one though as my dark horse uh upset game i go cincinnati after getting murdered last week uh by the ravens i think cincinnati finds a way to come back here and beats the struggling uh philip rivers indianapolis team i think they take advantage here of the uh tough week they had and uh, re re bounce back bounce back here i'm going cincinnati over indianapolis Atlanta, who's just been disappointing to watch all year. Another team that just can't figure out with the leads and just getting beat up and injuries. Really, injuries is the way to sum up the entire year with everyone. They're playing at Minnesota. Minnesota without Dalvin Cook this weekend. So they have their backup, who is coming off um, a great game uh, the week before. So they're not too worried even if they don't have Dalvin Cook. So I still think Minnesota, without Dalvin Cook, Gets, I think they're just going to be a lot pass heavier in this game, which they should be anyway because the Atlanta pass defense is one of the worst, if not the worst, in the NFL. So I would definitely have, uh, with Justin Jefferson and Thielen, just throw that ball down that field. Just launch it. That's all you need to do. Minnesota wins at Atlanta this weekend. Uh, Denver at New England. Rumor has it Cam Newton might come back. I think I read something about him possibly coming back to practice today, if not tomorrow. So if he comes back this weekend... Uh, look for that to be a, a, it's a bone-crushing win against Denver. Denver with plagued with injuries uh, just all over the place. Drew Locke might be coming back. I haven't really heard much about Drew Locke. I've heard a rumor that he's questionable coming into this week. So he might come back this weekend. If not, either way, even if Drew Locke does come back, I still don't see them rallying that far. I still think New England will uh, easily get a win here and uh, just roll right through and continue on that divisional race. Uh, battle of the toilet bowl here. <laughs> Washington at New York. Now, New York almost won against Dallas last week, but this is a Washington team that did beat the Eagles, so you can't count them as an easy win for the uh, for the, the Giants either. Uh, do I think competitively the Giants have this shot to win? 
The only thing that's going to kill them is they, they have to throw the ball in this game because the rush defense of the Washington... I think Devontae Freeman's going to struggle in this game. All, all New York running backs will struggle in this game. So this if Daniel Jones... If Daniel Jones can figure it out early and pass the ball down the field and get it to his targets, Evan Ingram, Slay, you know, then they'll be fine. But the problem is their offensive line is terrible and the pass rush is just going to be going right down their throats. So I have to give this to Washington just because I still don't trust the Giants, even though with the way they played last week, which was good, um, their offensive line is terrible. And, and Daniel Jones can't hold onto the ball and he, he, he's not good under pressure. And I think this... Pass rush heavy defense of Washington is what's going to save them. Same exact thing they did, what they did to the Eagles in Week One is going to happen here against New York. So I think Washington kicks up win number two for them this season. Baltimore at Philly, yeah, I <laughs> Philly coming off a good win last week, but they're not going to do that against this number one defense of Baltimore. I just don't see them rallying. This is going to be one of their toughest matchups, if not their hardest matchup this season against the number one defense of Baltimore. Man, I just don't see them doing it. In either running, running or passing, it's gonna be tough. Khalees Campbell, man, the guy, guy, that guy's a beast. You know, Matthew Judon on the pass rush, ugh, and Marlon Humphrey got the <laughs> pass coverage, man. Oh, and then Lamar Jackson, and then that Eagles defense was struggling. So, can they hang in there and figure out a way to stop Lamar Jackson, whether it's passing or letting him take off? Don't see it. Baltimore taking that one. This is a good game that I hope is on TV. If not, I'm definitely gonna be paying attention to it a lot. Cleveland. At Pittsburgh, 4-1 versus 4-0. Good game. Good game, but I still think, I know Baker Mayfield was questionable coming into this. If Baker doesn't play, then I think it's an easy win for Pittsburgh. If Baker does play, then I think Cleveland does give them a run for their money. But, I think Cleveland, <laughs> I was going to say Pittsburgh, but I think Cleveland, if Baker plays... I think I think Cleveland will give Pittsburgh a run for their money. Like I just said, I think Pittsburgh will finally get the... The, uh, their first loss here. Now, will we see uh, a little bit of the Claypool action that we saw a week before against the Eagles? Uh, Chase Claypool uh, pulling another four-touchdown game at over 100 yards? Maybe. Maybe Cleveland's expecting that. So, I think Cleveland, I think Cleveland definitely this one. I could see Cleveland rolling on to going five straight here. If not, Pittsburgh just got to pick up with that defense. They have a good defense and they have a good offense. They really have just a good all-around team this year. But I still think this is what the first, everyone's got to lose at some point. Or it could be undefeated team. I don't know. We haven't had one of those in a while. Last time my Giants figured that one out against Patriots. But <laughs> we're not going to go that far back in the past. But I think Cleveland. I, I feel comfortable with Cleveland this week. Usually I'm very tentative with them. But Cleveland and Pittsburgh, I just there's something about it. I just feel Cleveland's got the advantage. Uh, Chicago at Carolina. This is a pretty good matchup, too. 4-1 versus 3-2. Hmm. Defense definitely goes in favor. Really, yeah, I, I would say defense is the favorite for Chicago, but I think the Panthers' offense is better. Hmm. This is going to be good. It's just going to be a good little battle right here. I'm going to go with Panthers. I like the Panthers. I really like how Teddy Bridgewater's playing. Mike Davis has really picked it up and wake of the uh, Christian McCaffrey injury. And the defense, when it really wants to, can shine. I'm going to go Panthers with this one. I think Panthers get win number four here and keep themselves alive for that division. And Chicago just goes off to struggle. I would like Nick Foles to do good in this game at least. At least as, as long as Nick Foles does good, I'd be happy with Chicago's forms. And Khalil Mack. I'd like to see Khalil Mack just ball out there like he usually does. But I'm still going Panthers with this one. Detroit-Jacksonville, that's a toilet bowl game as well. Yeah, I'm not really... Into that one. I'll go Jacksonville, though, with that one. I think 
Detroit is definitely the better team. And they'll probably win, but I, I'm only picking Jacksonville because I really like Garner Mishu, and I want to see him be continue to be the starting quarterback over there, and they not have to draft somebody new because I really think he's a good NFL talent. So I'm going to pick Jacksonville. Uh, this one I think should be an easy <laughs> blowover win. This should be 0-6. Jets will be 0-6 after this one. I think Miami with Fitzpatrick still uh, over Tua. Definitely this will be a nice win for Miami. Uh, I could see, even without Le'Veon Bell, can you guys believe that Le'Veon Bell getting cut? I, I say I can you believe it, but then I think about it, I can believe it, because the guy never wanted to be there in the first place. Uh, Miami definitely wins this one. Does New York, shockingly, even without Le'Veon Bell, give them a little bit of a problem? Maybe early, but then I think in the end, Miami will come out in the second half and just blow them out. Green Bay at Tampa Bay, good 4 o'clock game. I will definitely be watching this one. I think this is your best 4 o'clock game. This might be your best game of even out of the one and four o'clock games. This is the early, the early picks. I think this is the best. This might even be the best game. I think in my opinion on Sunday, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Tampa Bay's got all their wide receivers coming back, so it makes it a little more fun to watch. It gives us some weapons. Uh, Green Bay also gets their big weapon back. I'm pretty sure Devontae Adams should be healthy and 100 ready to go play this one. And uh, look for this one to be a, 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 a just a barn burner like we've been seeing. Just heavy, heavy passing, heavy, heavy running. This is. Offense and defense going at it. Going to give it to Green Bay, though, in the end. Uh, sorry, Tom. Uh, you're you're going to have to pull that five-touchdown performance. That's the only way you're going to win this one, I think. It's going to be tough. And then I'm not really a big fan of the Sunday night game. I think it's going to be easy. Los Angeles Rams winning against a struggling San Francisco team. Probably won't even watch it. I'll probably watch a little bit of it, but I won't sit there and waste my whole Sunday night for it. I think it's pretty much a blowhard game right there. I'm more excited for Monday night. We got doubleheader Monday night. No doubleheader because this is coronavirus schedule. Kansas City at Buffalo. Great game. Great game. That's at 5 p.m. Remember that? 5 p.m. Eastern Standing Time. So, uh, Kansas City at Buffalo. Buffalo did get their first loss. So, maybe they'll be able to fix things up. It was a tough Tennessee matchup. And now they're going into an even harder Kansas City matchup. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go with... Bono. I will, you know what? Let's go Buffalo. I'm going to go Buffalo because they just got their first loss, so now they can figure out what they messed up with last week with Tennessee. And Kansas City is coming off a loss, so you would think, eh, well, we're going to fix our things. I think Buffalo surprises a lot of people here. I think they're, they're a team, a, a young team, just hungry, a hungry young team that just wants to show that they can be a competitive team, and they can do it right here by beating Kansas City and really shocking the world. I'm going to go Buffalo here over Kansas City. Uh, Ares, and then the second Monday night game at 8-15. Normal start time. Arizona at Dallas. Uh, interesting to look at. No more Dak Prescott, so it kind of takes a little bit of the value out of this game. Now it's Andy Dalton making his return to the NFL uh, after being the backup for uh, Dallas this year, former Cincinnati Bengal. And then Arizona coming off a big win against the Jets. So I think Arizona will win this game. Mainly, actually, I lied. Dallas, I think, will be the shocking team to win this one, even with a backup quarterback, who's still not a bad Andy Dalton's still a great quarterback. Why I think Dallas will win this? Mainly because of what I just remember now. Peg pass rusher not playing in this game now. No Chandler Jones. So that's going to hurt them a lot going forward, like I said. And I think that's what really kills them in the end. No uh, no Chandler Jones equals big trouble for your pass defense. Or rush pass defense. So I think Dallas, even with Andy Dalton, Still find a way to win this game. I think it's just going to be run-heavy Zeke Elliott like we've always seen in the past. So look for that to be a run-heavy game with a mix of 
passing in there until Andy Dalton gets comfortable with his receivers. So big win right there for Dallas coming back. A tough loss of their quarterback the week before. So Arizona's really got a ball out with running the ball with Kyle Murray and uh, passing down the field with DeAndre Hopkins. But that's going to do it for this edition of the 2-Minute Warning Show. We'll find another little... I did that divisional thing. It was kind of just a last-minute thing. I'm going to try to find something to spice up a little bit next week as well. But uh, I think it's a solid week of football. I thought last week's games were great. You know, I really thought it was going to be a, t- a boring schedule, but I it, it wowed me. It wowed me. The 1 o'clock games all have potential to be some good ones. we got some good matchups here. I think the only game at 4 o'clock really worth watching will be the Green Bay Tampa Bay Sunday Night Football. It's up to you. If you're a Rams fan, watch it. If you're a San Francisco watch it. Or if you just want to watch some football, just go watch it. I don't think it's going to be that crazy, though. But the Monday night matchups are some nice games. Those are two definitely good games. Remember, no Thursday night because now the Thursday night game is now Monday night, which is Kansas City and Buffalo, 5 p.m. Remember, that smells of horns. It's going to be really early, 5 p.m. You know, you're not going to be used to that. And by the time that game's over, and then the second game's going to go right on pretty much afterwards. So make sure you're paying attention to that. And uh, like I said, next week I'll try to figure out something out. Maybe do uh, some player stuff next week or more team things or some early MVP stuff. If not, I don't know. We'll see uh, how I feel with uh, next week. But uh, look to watch some good football this weekend. All right. Once again, as usual, stay safe. Have fun. Drink a couple beers. And uh, once, as always, watch some football and spread the word. Spread the word. The good word of the two-minute warning show, please. Love to get some new fans. Reach out to me on Instagram. I, I, I really never get any... <laughs> this, uh, I, I never really get anything from uh, anyone out there if you are listening. So re- reach out to me. Caputo29. Instagram. Hit me up if you like the show. And even if there's things you think I should change, I'm always... I'm, I'm easy. Input. I want input. If you want to hear certain things, if you want me to talk about certain players, teams, uh, opinions, anything. Hit me up, Caputo29, Instagram, best way to reach me. Hit me up, and I will take any anything, anything, any suggestions you want to make the show better or what you, the fans, want to hear. So that's it for this edition. Tune in next week, same time, same place. Have a good weekend, and watch some football, everybody. Enjoy. Be safe.